You're listening to Inner Sense with Kavita, a podcast that inspires you to make sense of your inner world so you can live consciously and be well. My name is Kavita Satvalekar, and I am a wellness expert, leadership coach, mentor, and author. We spend a considerable amount of time making sense of the world around us, but often forget to take a moment to look inwards and make sense of our inner world, our core that drives our thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors. Join me and let's spend the next few minutes separating your truth from your fiction. Let's talk inner sense. Hi, and welcome to today's episode where we will focus on the question, are interruptions welcome? Let's take a few minutes to think through this in detail. We all know that taking a regular break can serve a welcome purpose, especially when you've been working unsuccessfully on something for a long time. Although taking a break is intentional and an interruption is unintentional, sometimes that unintentional interruption serves the same purpose as that of an intentional break. Here's what I'm getting at. Say, for example, you were working on a creative piece of writing and found yourself staring at a blank screen for a long time, meaning you had writer's block and were just biding away your time because you had originally allotted that time in your schedule to complete, say, your newsletter. Being interrupted at a time like this would be a welcome break. This kind of an interruption forces you to focus on something different so you can get a change of scene, accomplish whatever it was that the interruption forced you to focus on, and eventually get back to writing that piece refreshed. Chances are that when you ultimately did get back to writing, your thoughts flowed more fluently. This is because our brains need a break every now and then. Taking breaks can improve your mood, boost your performance, and increase your ability to concentrate and pay attention. When you don't give your mind a chance to pause and refresh, it doesn't work as efficiently. So, an interruption at a time that would have been good to take a break anyway is definitely welcome. On the flip side, imagine yourself deeply immersed working on an innovative plan for a project that's due in a week. You're just about to make note of something ingenious and poof, the idea disappears into thin air because someone or something barges in with a loud and urgent request. Does that sound familiar? That would be an example of an unwelcome interruption. Given that most of us are currently working from home, we need to consider additional interruptions like family members, pets, phones buzzing, doorbells ringing, and delivery personnel dropping off orders. But have you ever paid attention to how notifications from emails or social media, something that we actually activate to keep ourselves informed, play the same role? These also serve as huge interruptions because it's easy to drop what you're doing to quickly respond to an email or to post on social media when an alert pops up on your screen. Another not so commonly known interruption is our own thoughts. Are you aware of the magpie syndrome? Named after magpie birds who passionately collect shiny objects to adorn their nests, the magpie syndrome is the tendency to be constantly distracted by shiny new objects. In this context, 
it would mean we get distracted by our own shiny new thoughts. As in, those gazillion great ideas that constantly pop up and excite us when we're working on something uninteresting. Consciously paying attention to your interruptions will automatically make you more aware of them. You can then add in certain checks to protect your most creative moments from these very interruptions. So how do we get there? Before I address that, I have two questions I'd like you to answer for yourself. First, has being interrupted become your modus operandi? And second, is it serving you well? I'll repeat that. Has being interrupted become your modus operandi? And is it serving you well? If you're not comfortable with what you hear in response to these questions, it's time to pay attention to your behaviors and readjust them as needed. The first step is to identify your priorities, even on a daily basis if needed, and make a note of them. Next, you need to start paying attention to your distractions so you can address how to minimize them. Notice if you finish tasks quicker when you multitask or when you work on them sequentially. Pay attention to whether you're constantly getting interrupted by emails or by your own shiny new thoughts. And then be really honest with yourself when determining if these things make you more productive or less. Now that you have this information on hand, it's time to make a plan so you know exactly how to help yourself. For example, if it's emails that interrupt you most, turn those notifications off and assign particular times in your day that are dedicated to checking and responding to emails. If, on the other hand, it's your own shiny new thoughts that interrupt you, create a wanna-do list, as in American slang for want-to-do list, and keep adding your new ideas on there so you have a mechanism to track those ideas but can still focus on the task on hand when you need to. Do, however, remember to visit your wanna-do list often so you can work on those new ideas because there are huge conscious and subconscious advantages to working on things that excite you. This is even more important in today's times of COVID-related lockdown when we feel not much is in our control and we need to focus on achieving something we are passionate about. And finally, once we've established what we need to work on, go ahead and put that into practice. Create small, achievable, measurable steps and consciously add those into your day. You may even need to re-educate colleagues and family members on your new boundaries and behaviors, and this will serve as yet another way for you to reinforce them. Note that you may also need to say the word no more often. This may contradict your previous behavior, but pay attention to this particular point. Saying yes to too many people or too many things often means saying no to someone or something in your own life. You need to understand what boosts your focus and use it when needed. Here are the four steps again. Reflect, note down and observe, create a plan, and start executing it. Being interrupted by external and internal stimuli has become a way of life for most of us. 
consciously paying attention to your interruptions will automatically make you more aware of them. And that's the first step towards regaining control of your time. It's okay not to respond immediately to that email, to that WhatsApp message, to that Instagram post, to that tweet, to that Facebook comment, to that voicemail, or even to that doorbell. We need to pay attention to whether we are hurting ourselves by constantly trying to multitask. Are we forcing ourselves into a life of inattention by constantly distracting ourselves from the task on hand? To protect your energy, start responding purposefully instead of simply reacting. So circling back to the original question of whether interruptions are welcome, the answer is, it depends. If you're going about your life, not paying attention to why and how you do what you do, interruptions can give you that welcome break. If, however, you've consciously put measures into place to take regular breaks so you can be your most efficient and your most rejuvenated self throughout the day, then unexpected interruptions are not welcome. To recap on the way to move forward with learnings from our episode today, step one is to reflect on your priorities and your distractions. Step two is to note down and observe behaviors that don't serve you. Step three is to create a plan on how to put these new actions into play. And finally, with the spotlight shining on this aspect of your newfound inner sense, step four is to start working towards the new you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inner Sense with Kavita. I hope today's episode helped you look a bit deeper and understand yourself a bit better so you can consciously move towards a state of well-being. If you liked what you heard, please comment below, share this information with someone you think will benefit from hearing it, and do subscribe to my podcast so we can stay connected. To learn more about me, please visit my website at innersensecoaching.com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn or follow me on Instagram. Live consciously and stay well.